Welcome back. It's not before my coffee. Nerd girl. Mm. Middle princess. And me, the mother of these dragons. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so it's been about a week, a little bit more. I don't like to go this long between, so we got to do better. Um, so I'll just tell a story of what happened yesterday. We're in the car. Was it yesterday? I think it was. We're in the car. I'm listening to my podcast and... Nerd girl says, you can't do that. And I said, what? What did I tell you? You told me to shut up and listen before forming opinions. But what you didn't know is I had been actually doing stuff on this, like looking into it. And that's not the solution. Well, it's, it's not a long-term solution because they haven't. Okay. Settle down. Start. Settle down. Okay. Did you listen to the podcast? Yes. And it explicitly said they don't okay, know what did you? Do. Listen to the pod all the way through. Yes. Did you listen with bias or did you listen with open mind? I listened to it. No. I asked you, did you listen with know. bias or did you listen with open mind? Did you listen with your mind already made up that they don't know what they're talking about? I didn't say they didn't know what they're talking about. I'm saying they won't. They don't see the potential stuff that could go wrong with just defunding the police right off the bat. Did you know also when they said it would take years for that to happen. Yeah, to speak up. Please. I know that. Close the window because it's making a noise. Oh um okay, so what in the world are we talking about? Um so we are talking about a podcast discussing defunding the police. And it's from the Daily, which is part of the New York Times. The podcast is called The Daily. And the uh, podcast was on June 9th. And it's called The Case for Defunding the Police. So, nerd girl. Hi. Please share what you think defunding the police actually means. Taking funds from the police and putting it elsewhere to different organizations who do things that the police can do okay what about you princess um i don't really no i was just i just listened to it because you told me to all right scoot up and speak louder please um so what problem did you have nerd girl with this concept that it's not, it's such, okay, that's so weird. It's, it's what? It's not the most practical solution right now because there's so many other things that should happen before you just defund the police. Okay, like? Like changing the laws because police have police unions and some of the laws between the police is that it can't be sued for something they haven't been sued and won for before. One with one against one against before. Okay. So like if a cop shot a black man and nobody's ever sued the cops and won because somebody shot because okay. a cop shot it doesn't next that you can't sue them. Um the relationship between the DA and the cops have to change because the DA doesn't like suing cops because they're the ones prosecuting cops. Prosecuting cops. 
because they're the ones who go on witness stands and do things like that. Because, right, because they're kind of like on the same side, right? Mm -hmm. They're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's just like a bunch of different rules concerning how we treat cops differently than we treat citizens that could be changed before just defunding them altogether. Okay. Fair. So in the podcast, did they not address some of the things that some of the um, city mayors and um, governors are doing, state governors are doing about those type of things that you just said? They did, but the point that's, so they, you don't think they can be done simultaneously? I think one should be done before the other. So what's being, what has been done this week has said, they have said uh, they can't use the chokehold. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a different one. There was something else that they said. But um, so they are putting out. They can't use deadly force or something like that. So they are putting out statues or rescinding some things that have proven to be deadly when they're not supposed to be like the chokehold right Mm -hmm. so that's that's not enough to start off for you it is enough to start off but i don't think you should defund the police all police everywhere because of one police stations well it's not just one because some police stations are getting away with things they shouldn't get away with because in New York you need the police because stuff is and stuff they didn't say that and what else did they say in the podcast they said every district would look different. different in order for whatever mm-hmm. they need so I okay so they're not saying to dismantle and get rid of police that's not the that's not what defunding that's not the principle that I understand it to be I know some people do see it that way and they'll actually say dismantle the police but that's not what defunding a police is so what has happened over the years and I think I might actually have you guys watch these shows these documentaries um on Netflix but over the years the budget for police um organizations has gone up and up and up to buy to either bring more manpower in to give them more deadly weapons, SWAT teams to give them equipment. Like money has gone into these programs more and more and more. And that is my understanding of what defunding is to, okay, if you guys, you guys have enough and those things aren't working right. And you're using them improperly. There was, um, there's a documentary, I think it's on Netflix, talking about Los Angeles, the Los Angeles police, and how they use um, like SWAT teams and stuff for for calls that they shouldn't be using them for. Like it, it's, it, it doesn't help the situation; it exacerbates it. So those, that's the type of money that we're talking about to stop going towards those things and going towards programs that actually have been defunded over the years, such as uh, social work, where you've heard of these children being killed by their parents, right? Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of times there's a social worker that has been attached to this family for various reasons because either there was child abuse or neglect. And the social worker is there to go in and make sure everything is being done properly, that the that there's resources, the parents are going to the parenting classes, that they're getting therapy and counseling. Well, those programs have been defunded. So there's not enough social workers. The social workers have too many cases that they can't keep up with. So then you have kids falling through the cracks, right? And they end up getting killed by family members or even their own parents because it's they don't have somebody keeping themselves safe, looking out for them. So do you see what see how that funding needs to go back to social to more social workers and other programs? to help them mm-hmm. where if there's maybe a domestic disturbance that when the police are called police are they, yes, they're trained supposedly to deescalate situations, but they're not social workers. They're, they don't have the same compact overall. I, I'm not speaking individually overall. They don't carry the same compassion that a social worker would carry who can go into a situation and talk to somebody with empathy and, and actually just deescalate the situation. Do you understand what I'm saying? So in a lot of these areas, when a cop goes onto the street, it automatically escalates the negative rather than deescalate. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, but do you understand? Yeah. How, what is going through your head? That money's being taken away from other programs to fund the police with things they don't need anymore because it's not working. Mm-hmm. But also that, yeah, you can, you, when they were talking about on the podcast, they would say to defund the police and eventually dismantle it. It's like, uh, I don't think, I mean, yes, right now it's a lot of talk and theory. And, um, no, I wouldn't want to see it go that far, but I would like to see the police utilize as they are supposed to be with, for law enforcement, not for what could be used for social work or even, um, uh, somebody was talking about homeless people, people, cops showing up to a homeless camp, maybe outreach programs can do that instead. Right. Instead of a police officer, mm-hmm. that's the the expectation of police has gone far in a bit above what me I can say they were originally assigned to do. Right, they're supposed to go after bad guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, not everybody is a bad guy just because they're having a bad day. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? And when police show up. The, the mentality is, the thought process is that they're bad and they're going to cause more problems and somebody's going to get hurt. Where by allocating their funds, a little bit of that money somewhere else to people who do want to help, maybe the police can do what they're supposed to do and they can also build a better relationship with the communities that they're in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, they took live PD off the air 
Yes, they took Live PD off the air. And they're also talking about taking other cop shows off the air, which is a knee-jerk reaction. And we can talk about that for a minute. I don't agree with stuff like that. I'm not... It's not the problem. It's not, the, it's not just that. And it, just, it does show some transparency, which we need with police force and to help understand their process and procedures because uh, they're not, it's not all bad. I mean, have, do you know what the circle is? The circle? Like the book and the movie. No. It's about a thing where they put cameras everywhere and they say, if you know you're being watched, you automatically do better. Okay. Which it's, it's true. Yeah, it is true. That's not the point of the movie, but like, it is true. Okay. That's my point. So like, if we've got body cams on most police and you can take money away, but you can also put money into things like body cams. So the relationship with the DA will change. So they can actually go after cops without being scared because there's the body cams, there's the footage. Oh. Or if somebody is treated unjustly and they need to speak out about it, there's the body cams, not just somebody's word. Okay, so here's the thing. Body cams have been in place for, I want to say about 10 years, maybe a little less for about about 10 years and if only one case that I know of where a camera and it wasn't even a body cam where a camera mm -hmm. caught in a situation on film mm -hmm. was the cop actually convicted of uh, <coughs> first degree murder oh uh, no second second What's second degree? Second murder? degree. It's, it's less severe. First degree is like you like planned it. Opportunity. Right. So of all the cases that have been on a body cam that have been recorded, those officers may have been prosecuted, but they weren't found guilty or they weren't prosecuted at all. So, yeah, you can have it on tape. That's great. It shows what happened, but it doesn't. But like you said, there's. Those they're protected, and those and that has been talked about this week too. Taking away that cover of protection. So what you're saying is happening. They're going to be talking about it. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to make sure you under. I wanted to make sure you understood what defunding quote unquote the police can entail, <laughs> and why it's not a bad idea. And I've always felt, I, I will tell you, when I when I first decided to get a master's degree, it was going to be in family. I remember that. Family therapy, uh, social work. Uh, and one of the first classes that I took was, um, I don't even remember what it was, but I was doing some research about social workers and kids in foster care and the cycle of those kids as they age out of the system and a, a large majority of them before they even age out are already in the criminal system. And then the cycle continue continues with them. So one of the, um, one of the reasons that happens that they don't have the resources to help them be self-sufficient and to stay out of the criminal system. Why don't they have the resources? Cause there's not enough money for those programs. People are trying, there's nonprofits that try to help people who don't have access or the money, but they're fighting for money just so they can run their programs. 
if we can reevaluate how things are um, budgeted and get more money to those programs, then we can see, I believe we can see crime come down in, in lower income areas. People, some people get stuck because they can't see their way out and the people who are trying to help them shed and put light so they can see are having a hard time because they don't have the resources themselves. So it's not, um, it's not about hating the police. It's not about, and I certainly don't want you guys to feel that way. You can be against police brutality and still support the police. Okay. It's not one or the other. We can be in favor of some reform and reevaluating the rules and still be supportive of the people who are supposed to keep us safe. All right. And even, and, and I know that sounds a little contradictory, especially when I tell you what things that you can't do because of the way you look, but it's just the reality of it. And it's not just police, it's people, period. Especially in this town. <laughs> um, but until we get into that utopia, we just got to be the best humans we can be. And that comes with kindness and compassion and empathy. And being open to listen to one another, okay? Mm -hmm. And being kind. Do you hear me, Middle Princess? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have anything to add, honey? No. Oh, wait, uh, what's your name? I don't know. Okay. Do you have anything to add? No. All right. I talked about this episode. I know. Thank you for your time and your effort. And if you have any comments, questions that you want to ask the little dragons, um, hit us up on the IG. <laughs> Not before my coffee with the underscores. Thanks for listening.